food hoops and other things is coming at you live for week 17 of the podcast yo 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 you brought your yo yo <laughs> i'm gonna do a rock the cradle you guys what's up huh <laughs> rock, rock the cradle the yo yo trick hi fling flong fling flong <laughs> fling flong yeah cool man yeah what's up guys how you how we doing ellen Good. I didn't come up here with any yo-yo tricks, though. Yeah, it's okay. It was a last-minute decision. <laughs> but seriously, yo-yos used to be cool. That's true. You have to walk the dog. You don't That's rock the cradle. Um, I remember there was this really fancy one called a Raider yo-yo. Do you guys remember the Raider? Like Oakland Raiders? No, it was like a brand. And it was no. like people were like, dude, those things are like 200 bucks. You'll never get one. And then we got them at Target for like 20 bucks. And everyone <laughs> at school was like, oh, my gosh, you are a millionaire. How are you even? You must eat gold for breakfast. <laughs> Anywho. Guys, can I be honest real quick? Always, man. I never learned how to do a single trick with a yo-yo. Like I was probably one of the worst <laughs> yo-yoers in the world. I couldn't do a single thing with a yo-yo. What? I couldn't make it do one thing. You couldn't sleep it? Like, I could barely flick it down and keep it there. It'd always just come right back up. Why? You must have had a, a Duncan. That sucked. <laughs> like Tim Duncan? No, Tim Duncan rules. Or Duncan Donuts? Yeah, because those are awful. Okay, those are gross. Okay, wait, I couldn't either, though. The only thing what I used to do is, like, open it all up and, like, put the yo-yo, like, three feet in front of me and pull it so it would, like, roll back onto itself. Like, the string would collect. Oh, That's like, all I on could the do. table? Yeah. <laughs> is that a trick? No, I don't think so. That's awesome. Um, Can we, whatever happened to yo-yos? Like, are they still I around? I know. I like, do kids even know what those are that. these days? They have all those stupid fidget spinners and yeah, video games. Yeah, I really games. don't think they do. Because, like... Fidget spinners, you could like do tricks with fidget spinners, but they're not actual tricks. It's like throwing your fidget spinner from one hand to the other while it's fidgeting. Isn't that <laughs> so weird? Yes, it is weird. Yeah, but you can't like walk a fidget spinner, you know? You can't walk the yeah, dog with a fidget spinner. I think fidget spinners, I think spinners. that's what they're called. Just, yeah, yeah. I think they would argue that like that's a trick. Like I'm walking and fidgeting. Fidgety spinners. And I would argue that that's a waste of their time. Amen, bro. Hother. Um, guys, how was the weekend? Fill me in. Ellen, where'd you go? What'd you do? This was a very uneventful week compared to recent weeks. Okay. I so didn't do anything. Laying low. It's laying low. Good. Yeah. Laying low. Watch a little Netflix? Yeah. Oh, I my did. gosh. What are we watching? Okay. I, I've, um, I binge watched the entire docuseries called The Staircase. Never heard of it. Have you heard of it, Jared? Yeah, but I haven't watched it yet. It's about like this killing, right? Okay. Yeah, it's about this author, real life author, whose wife died. And basically the whole series, without spoilers, is to investigate whether she fell or was pushed. Ooh. So it's a true story. It's a totally true story. And that's on Netflix. Mm -hmm, It's super good. I have to watch that. You remember how like How to Get Away with Murder was like super popular like two years ago on Netflix? It's kind of the same thing, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. When did this come out? Um, I'm not sure. It just kept popping up on my recommended, you know, because yeah. of all the murder, like justice series I've watched. Dude. Yeah. And my girl, Sarah Milliken recommended it. She's like, you should for sure watch it. I love those shows. I get so into them. Is it like eight episodes? Um, 13 episodes. 13 episodes. Wow. So Must yeah. A lot a to lot dissect. Of, yeah. A lot of time. Um, my wife and so. I are very, very into a show on Hulu because you guys know basketball's over. 
There's no football. I'm not. I'm a baseball fan, but I'm not gonna like spend my nights watching baseball every night. We love this TV show called Vanderpump Rules. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it, but I don't know much about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. My wife watches that with the Real Housewives of Orange County or whatever. It's a far better Real Housewives. Like, it's there's there's really nothing like it. I can't believe it's a real show. I can't believe these are real people. <laughs> but the entertainment value, it's it's unmatched. It's really good. Check it out. So it sounds like it was a good weekend. Jared, how was your weekend? Great. I wrote a like 30-page paper for my <laughs> class, my final paper. So yeah, ask me anything about NVIDIA Corporation, I could answer it for you. NVIDIA. Yeah, they do like, you know, uh, computer graphics units, they do micro core processors, uh, gaming situations. So you're pretty familiar. Digital currency mining. Yeah, actually, I kind of know a lot. So Love it. Yeah, key competitors are Intel, uh, AMD. Hello. Uh, <laughs> no, we're definitely not. I'm so sick of that. That's cool, man. But so yeah, so I did that. A lot of homework then. Yeah, I was really sick because you got me sick actually last week. So thanks for that. Now my wife's sick. So thank you. Okay, cool. Very um, hostile this morning. Um, yeah, didn't really do too much. Love it. Just was a great weekend of relaxing and writing my paper. It's actually pretty stressful. Sorry to hear, man. Well, we're here. It's Monday. I got to go to a, bur- a brother's bachelor party. Not my brother, but a brother of mine. That's not my actual brother. <laughs> so sorry for the confusion. We went to Big Sur, California, in the northern re- region of the Californians. Is it near Big Ma'am? Or oh, <laughs> you must <laughs> you must be becoming a dad soon, because that was rich. Um, it was really cool. I'd never been there before. Um, it was like right on the ocean, and got to go surfing. That was really cool. I ate a bunch of Doritos. Um, we did like campfires. It was so fun. Do you know Doritos are great for starting a fire? So I did read that, which I didn't know, and that would have totally been useful. Actually, you guys want to hear a crazy story. My friend Matt, who I know is not listening to this because he already told me he doesn't, he caught on fire this weekend, and it was, like, literally terrifying. So we're trying to, like, get the barbecue going, like the charcoal, but we didn't have any lighter fluid. But he had kerosene for his, like, stove grill thing for his camping stove. And he was like, somebody, would somebody mind just, like, pouring me a little and then I'll just pour it on top of it? Because there was, like, a little flame. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It literally lit, hit, the whole thing as he's pouring it lit, lit up. The cup caught on fire. It poured onto his pants. His pants caught on fire. Part of Big Sur, which was recently, like, in flames, you couldn't even go to it. Part of Big Sur caught on fire because it spilled onto it. Everyone at the bachelor party went on complete, like, high alert. I ran, grabbed water. Another guy started, like, beating my friend Matt to get the flames out. People are, like, stomping on the ground. It was so gnarly and so crazy. He was, like, in his part of his stomach caught on fire because he, like, jumped up and his shirt caught up a little bit. Needless to say, I mean, we learned a lesson there. Don't pour kerosene on an open flame. But... (laughs) Dude, it was it was crazy. <laughs> no, he was fine. What about his hair? Does he stuff his hair? Like, did it get singed off on his legs? On his stomach, it's singed off. <laughs> Man, it, honestly, it was like crazy. It was like exactly what you think like it would be if your friend caught on fire. Like, it was really crazy. Fight and or flight. Looks like everybody chose to fight. Everyone was. It was like on a very small scale, and like I'm pretty sure nothing would have happened. But it was enough where it was like. 
this is an emergency. Like, we have to do something. So that was pretty exciting. Did he cry? No, he didn't cry. Darn Not it. a baby. Also, Mom, I'm glad you're hearing this. <laughs> hey, Cindy. Um, okay, cool. So we're going to move right along. I lied to the entire audience. I told you that I would be bringing in a weird food that I enjoyed. Long story short. Thanks for clearing that up, man. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, dude. I always clear things up with you. I had a flight that was supposed to get in at 5.30 last night. It got delayed. I didn't get home until 10 p.m. So I just decided, like, I'm going to do us all a favor here and not choose to do that. So instead, <laughs> I, you know, we've gotten some emails, right, Ellen? We've gotten some emails. And people have been asking, like, could you review, like, a local place, like a Riverside option? And it just so happens this morning I thought this is a perfect exa- opportunity to do that. So here we have with us the world-famous Riverside Cookie Company. Can I get an applause from the audience? Yeah! <laughs> okay, so Riverside Cookie Company, they've been around for a while. <laughs> they have a delicious variety. Some of the hits are the s'mores flavor, or the campfire. campfire, I'm sorry. They also have a salted caramel option. To die for. To die for. Um, this afternoon, we'll be going with some of the classics, because, you know... Why not? Why not compare them to a familiar cookie? Yeah. What do we got? What do we got, Jerry? We got chocolate chip. Amen to that. Snickerdoodle. Snickerhoodle. Hoot the doodle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also got a peanut butter chocolate. You know, like the ones with like the Hershey Kiss kind of thing in the middle. You smash in the middle. But they smash there, so it's all flat instead of having a little top. It on It almost theirs. looks like they kind of get a wooden spoon and just dabble it in yeah. the middle there. It's almost like it's actually not the Hershey Kiss, but it's actually like chocolate sauce. Ooh, baby. <laughs> um, first and foremost, you guys, cookie fans, and what of do you course. look for in a cookie? I look for a snickerdoodle in a cookie. Okay, so you're. Okay, that's I, I like it. Totally a cookie fan. My wife makes the best oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, which is my all-time favorite. What's your secret ingredient? I'm not going to tell you. It's a secret. Also, real Ryan's quick sidebar. Secret. We went to Seder Brothers yesterday. Cool. Oreos has a firework yeah, Oreo. Did you see that? I did. It's been around for a while, actually. It has Pop Rocks in it. It's pretty much the same thing as that Coca-Cola thing, so I was really disappointed that they were... You did know, you buy it? No, I saw it on the thing, and it said So the Pop firework Rocks. one has been around for years. I just they, saw that for the first time. They have them come out during 4th, 4th of July every year. Yeah. Just thought I'd mention it. Anyways. All right. We're going to try these cookies. Ellen, do you want to start with or end with the snickerdoodle? End with it. All right. We're going to start with the classic chocolate chip. Everybody grab a piece. So you can like see visually that they leave it like a little bit uncooked on the inside. Which is so it's brilliant. Perfect. As far as like a chocolate chip cookie... This is perfect. It meets every expectation. It's delicious. These have probably been sitting out for a while, and they're still just ridiculously good. It's a perfect cookie. I really think so. Yeah. It's great. Um, great consistency. We've got that like doughiness in the middle still. like It's not fully cooked, like what you just said. Slightly crispy on the outside. Yeah. And then it's Ever got- so slightly. It's got a great amount of chocolate in there. Yeah. Like, they don't use classic chocolate yeah. chips. Like, they go above and beyond- yeah. It, yeah, every bite cool. has like a little bit of chocolate. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it really is the perfect texture. If I'm going to Riverside Cookie Company and I'm getting a bunch of options, you best believe I'm throwing a couple of these in. 100%. Yeah. Riverside Cookie Shop's great. Off Brockton, it's incredible. Yeah, definitely. They're open every day except Sunday. They open at 10 a.m. That's right. They open at 10 a.m. They close either 3 or 5 o'clock. So just check if you want to check it out. But it's incredible. Do you think they 
open at 10 so that they spend the morning baking cookies? 100% yes. Okay, dumb question. I'm sorry. No. All right, let's move <laughs> no, right I along to the peanut to butter chocolate. All right. You can like see in this cookie that it's not baked all the way through. It is incredible. Yeah, I, I cut all these up into little bite-sized pieces. It's kind of nice to see what's going on behind the curtain. You oh, know? yeah. Um, it's got that great sugarness on the outside, crunchy, but then yet so soft and juicy in the middle. Wow. Yeah, like the the chocolate, again, these have been out for a while. You'd think it'd like kind of harden a little bit maybe, but like they're the perfect like crisp on the very, very outside, but then the rest of the cookie just melts in your mouth. Where are you at with this one, Ellen? It's really good. It's a little bit richer than just a regular chocolate chip. It is. But I think you can taste, you know how Hershey's Kisses just taste a little different than regular chocolate? It sure does. You can yeah. kind of get that vibe. Definitely. I dig it. I dig I, it. I completely agree. And it is nice. Like The thing I love most about this company is that they they think about everything. Like Instead of having like the sharp, um, you know, instead of just putting a Hershey kiss right in the middle and it jabs you as you're biting it. <laughs> yeah. Like they soften the top. It kind of melts it a little bit. Can like, we just read something from Nikki, the owner of Riverside Cookie Shop herself? Yeah. Awesome. Here we go. <laughs> I'm very passionate about creating the perfect cookie. So much is overdone these days. There's something special about a cookie that's just the right size, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Texture. We mentioned that. And offers layers of flavor that you don't expect. Plus, how fun is it to be able to enjoy the more flavors if you can have two or three cookies instead of just one big one? I think it's so right. That's very smart. Nikki, you're incredible. Thank you for such a gift of your blessing of cookies for people. Wow, that was beautifully said. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually do often wonder, like, because they're, they're like a smaller cookie. They are dense, though, so like they're they're a little thicker. Mm-hmm. But I do I, I have wondered like why are they so small? But that makes sense if yeah. they want she wants you to buy more. Smart business. More than experience, for sure. Like cookies aren't designed to have one flavor or just have one. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to a donut. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move right along then to the Snickerdoodle hole. What are some immediate reactions here? I like that it's a little more cinnamony than sugary. Like, it's okay. not like a punch of sugar in your mouth. You get the cinnamon flavor, which I love. Yeah, definitely. It is a true snickerdoodle cookie. I think the other ones we tried were, you could tell it's definitely like her brand. You know, there's probably it's like a little secret recipe or certain oh, ingredients she puts in. This one to me is just like any other snickerdoodle cookie. Really good cinnamon flavor. Yeah. Good texture, a little bit of a crunch, nice all the way through. So I'd sort of recommend it's it. It's definitely um, the tallest, is that what you say, like of the, the options here, which I think is nice because it, it is a lighter cookie, I feel like. But yeah, it was really good. Probably not my first pick, but I still really enjoyed it. Should we do a chomp rating for each cookie or maybe just the whole thing? Probably just the whole thing. That's smart. What do you give Riverside Cookie Company? Is it the best cookie organization you've had is the first question. And then second, you know, what? what's your final chomp on them? Here's the thing. I've had these cookies a lot and I really like them. Like there's never been a cookie that I've gotten from them. That I'm like, yeah, this just was awful. You know? Yeah. That's a great point. Even so, the oatmeal option. Yeah. I still love it. And the fact that it's not like, you know, a huge chain, you know, you're going to get that like unique and like, very intricate, like passionate process of cookie making every single time. Yeah, definitely. And I appreciate that. So 
I, again, I've never been disappointed. I like a lot of their other options on here as I'm looking at their offerings right now that I've had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to give them a five out of five. Yeah. Definitely. I really think their cookies are that good. Like I could eat five or six of these and not even think twice about it. I think, you know what? I am going to also give it five out of five. Like, here's the thing. We're not going to pick just a random place unless it's good in Riverside. Like, be, you know, let's be honest. Riverside gets a wrap, and it's normally a negative wrap. But this is an example of one of the positive aspects. If you're in the area, I would encourage someone to go out of their way to grab one of these cookies. And by one, I mean 23 to 24 cookies. They're so good. Like, Jared nailed it on the head. Like, they're they're just they, a perfect cookie. So that's my final review. I agree with you. I think it's worth it. And I think it's good to support. Like, I love what, when small businesses do things super, super well. I think it's worth supporting. And I think you could go in and get as many as you want. You can get a dozen. You could just mm-hmm. get two. You could just, like, walk around and eat a snack. Yeah. It's a great place. They do a great job. And really good customer service, too. Yeah, they're so nice. So that is our review of Riverside Cookie Company. Next week, I assure you listeners, I will have a delectable of my liking that I'm going to force my friends to eat. When we Whoa, excuse me. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NBA. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. Basketball never stops. I think we're learning that. I think everyone's seeing that every day. There's stuff coming out every minute. Jared is literally on his phone right now on Twitter waiting for the next story to drop. Lance Stevenson's going to be a free agent, guys. Just got post. We just learned Lance Stevenson will be a free agent. I'll tell you where he's not going. The Los Angeles Lakers. Honestly, I could see LeBron saying, like, I'd actually want to team up with you because you're a really good defender and you get in people's face. They hate each other. Which is Legitimately why... hate each other. Yeah, but two enemies will come together to take on the greater enemy of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, because Lance Stevenson's taking <laughs> down the Warriors. You don't think he could get in someone's head? You don't think that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah, so basketball is as exciting as ever, in my opinion. What's the other thing you just read about Paul George, right? Paul George. Is going to have a three-part series on ESPN over the next week. Uh, it's going to be 60 minutes long in total over all three episodes, supposedly. Um, and there's going to be they're going to be released like every couple days. <coughs> One and two will talk about like how he came to love basketball, um, and then also this past year on the Thunder. That second one will post on June 28. It said in the article, uh, so on Thursday. And Wait, then when's gonna... the first one come out? I don't know. I didn't see that one. June 28th is like. Three That's days. Thursday, yeah, I know. So maybe tonight or tomorrow, okay. or like the twenty seventh, one and two come out. You know, okay. They're gonna have his decision probably right away, July first. It sounds like, <laughs> and then they're gonna release um, the third one the day after that. He, his his decisions announced, and it's gonna go through how he made his decision and who he contacted and went through to do all that. So it sounds like he's not saying okay, see, because I don't think you go about making this big part series and stay. Yeah, I think we should that time and time again. Gonna be all about like. How he grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah, but here's the thing. But maybe that everybody else have done way. has done this, which means maybe he's doing it to bring it back. And say like I'm committed to OKC, and he's going to sign a huge five year contract. Uh, and that would really suck for us Laker fans. Well, since we're on the topic, what do you guys think? Where's he going? I told you this morning. I just have this weird feeling that Lakers are going to strike out again. <laughs> 
Yeah. I just have it. I don't know why. But your track record for your feelings <laughs> is all, always crazy. <laughs> what am I wrong you. on? What am I wrong on? No, no, no. You just made a comment. Let's hear it. What am I wrong on? I, where do you want me my to start? My track record for my feelings? Let's hear it. Where do you want me to start? Wherever you want. Let's, please. Okay. OKC winning the finals last Hi, year. Hi. <laughs> you picked the Raptors. Hi. I'm just saying. Who picked Cleveland? Hi. <laughs> Okay, fine, Jared. You're the smartest man I know. What can I say, dude? Thank you. Although, you did say... What did you say? You would pick someone over someone else last week? J.R. Smith over Jalen Brown? Yeah. J.R. Smith over Jalen Brown. You're an insane person. If I still hold it. to that statement. <laughs> Who's been in the finals war? Hi, J.R. Smith. Yeah, J.R. Smith definitely has... <laughs> but who lost game one? <laughs> <in the> <laughs> George Hill for missing the free throw. Anybody will say that. Second person to blame? Ty Lue for not calling a timeout for his team. Okay, so J.R. Smith is <laughs> the last person to blame for that. <laughs> You're yes. so crazy. I would reverse that order 100%. Really? Yes, Does J.R. Really. Smith have a, have, have an option to screw the game up if, if his on, player if I'm makes a free throw? Finals, no. The most, probably the most important thing to know at all times is the score of the game. So I know exactly how many more points we need to win. Dude, we all know J.R. Smith isn't the smartest guy. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, George Hill makes that free throw. Let they me take clear this up one. with you, dude. You're right. You're right. You're Thank absolutely you. always right. Thank you. Thank Ellen, you. Ellen, where do you think Paul George is going? Well, do you think he's doing this whole hype thing to say he's like coming home, coming to the Lakers? Um, no, I don't okay. think I, I, I do. So it could be cool. I understand your question and I mm-hmm. think that would be the best answer. Yeah. But I don't think that's it at all. I think ESPN came to him knowing he's a big star said, Hey, you could make a lot of money from this. And so could we, why don't we do a little mini series? You don't think he came to them? No, definitely. I mean, I, th- I'm sure his people were like, Hey, we're willing to do this. His if people, if yeah, you guys that's are, true. That's true. <laughs> but Yeah. I would like to say yes to your first question, but I just don't think I can. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Lakers like somehow leaked someone in their organization, like some poem or like you yeah, know, like commercial, like weird. writing that they had for him. Like we built, we went through all this to build this opportunity for you. Like we can't wait for you to come home. Like just I don't know, really just artificial. Yeah, it looks really <laughs> fake and cheesy. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, okay, so that happened. The NBA draft also happened. Did you guys tune into that or were you paying attention at all? Yeah, I watched it for like the first five picks. Yeah. It's always just like, yeah, they, they get picked, nothing happens, you know, and then they talk about themselves and I don't really see it. Like, It's hard to watch unless you have like stake in it. Yeah, like obviously if the Lakers are a top three pick like they've been the last few years, like yeah, I've I'm glued. Year. For sure. <laughs> And I'm so nervous in those five minutes that they're making the decision. But I don't so, think there was any surprises in the top couple picks. What whoa, I am surprised what do you about. Mean? There was like that huge thing. Atlanta traded down and. Hi, was I done talking? This is just what I was going to bring up. I'm so sorry, dude. The only surprise <laughs> <laughs> was the trade of Luka Doncic and uh, Trey Young. Young. I think. The Hawks gave up way too much for Trey Young, who's going to be a complete bust. I'm telling you right now in the NBA. I completely agree. I think the Mavs for sure won that draft. Like, I mean, 
split. And that's why the Mavs are, at the end of the day, a really smart, good organization, for the most part. They're coached super well. I don't know about Mark Cuban all the time, but I do like that they want to win. Like, you wouldn't make that move unless you are actively trying to win. Totally agree. And now moving forward, if you look at it, like, it's such a guard league these days. They have two young, hopefully really good guards for the future that they could build through. Donkick or whatever, however you say his name, is like really good passer, distributor, and then you got Dennis Smith Jr. who can obviously score the ball. I think we saw that this first year. Yeah, he's a good piece. Like, you keep that guy around. Yeah, he's kind of like Westbrook-ish. Like in his explosiveness and just like how he competes, I think. Kind of. And then I look at Don Don Kick or whatever. How do you say his name? As like a old school Steve Nash, (laughs) and like a young body. Yeah, I think he's going to be great. Yeah, and he's he's big. I think they said he's like six eight or something. Six nine. Yeah, he's massive. He's kind of like Ben Simmons ish. Yeah, but can actually shoot the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that was exciting. Um, The Lakers picked up uh, Wagner. That's his name. That's right. Um, which apparently, like, I don't know anything about this guy. Well, I do now, but, like, I had no idea who he was. And everyone who, like, rates these things and, like, hashes out the draft to death, they've all said, like, this was an excellent pick for the Lakers. Like, he's a huge guy who can shoot threes. I guess his only weakness right now is his defense, which hopefully we that can get figured out. But I don't know if that's, like, the biggest issue for the Lakers right now. It's clearly an issue, but I think they have other people around them that can kind of take care of it. And I think they're also banking on getting LeBron or Paul George, who are primarily really good defenders. Yeah. Paul George Paul better George than LeBron, obviously. Yeah. Or Kawhi Leonard, potentially. We're still going to talk about that. but Yeah. So yeah. Paul George and Kawhi are the two best defenders probably at their position right now in small forwards in the league. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, let's talk about LeBron for a couple minutes. It is recently reported that he has two teams that he's eyeing, one being the Lakers and one being the Cleveland Cavaliers. Where do you guys land? What do you think is going to happen? I just want to get us all on the same page as far as where our feelings are at. Ellen, any thoughts on that? I I just don't think he would stay on the Cavs. Yeah. But then the Lakers sounds kind of crazy too. What's crazy about the Lakers? I think... I guess if he thinks, I think maybe if he has like a rescue mentality where like I'm going to come and do a great job and like bring this team to a championship, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure is his mentality always, then maybe, it, I don't know, it just, it feels weird. Yeah. Just no, like, it's, it doesn't a, it's like, a good point. I don't know. It, yeah. Curious. I mean, it is weird. Like being a Laker fan, it's weird thinking like, oh my gosh, there's a very high probability the best player in the league becomes a laker like that's a crazy thing to think about and i mean i understand what you're saying he always wants to win but i feel like this next year the lakers probably won't win even with lebron but it does set them up for the future really really well i think and i think more people will want to come play yeah i think you nailed it i don't think we're like instantly a championship team i think we're a contending team in the west to be competitive and like make the playoffs yeah but we're still below like if the Rockets re-sign Chris Paul, we're still below the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And we're obviously still below the Warriors as long as Durant re-signs. Yeah. Which, obviously, he's going to, it sounds like. so. Which I think he should. I think he needs to stick around there. Sure. A little bit longer, at least. Like, <laughs> I would personally how, love to see him leave. but <laughs> How much better is his story if he wins a bunch of championships there and then bails and is like, I got to go do this somewhere else? I think it'll just be great. Because I think he's really good, and I think he's. Why can he just do that with a Thunder? 
Because he couldn't play with Westbrook. All he had to do was tell him to force him out through the ownership, like what Kobe did to Shaq. <laughs> we all saw how that turned out. We all saw how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Westbrook um, would be on the Lakers. We so what do you think is going to happen to LeBron? Here's the thing. My gut is telling me we're going to strike out on all these players. But I would like to see him become a Laker since it's like this close and actually a possibility this time instead of the last time he went into free agency. Last two times, actually. We didn't even get meetings with him. Yeah. So. So. Here's the thing. I want to get one of these guys. I just don't like getting my hopes up like I've done the past five years in free agency. And, it's, and it shoots us in the foot, and then we're screwed, and we give Luol Deng and Timothy Mozgov size contracts, these people that don't deserve them. Okay, that was a dumb move, and everyone knows that. They're not going to do that again. <laughs> and Mitch Kupchak just traded for Timothy Mozgov again. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Sorry, MJ. <laughs> I, uh, I genuinely think LeBron's coming, and I genuinely think Paul George is coming. Kawhi's not coming. I don't, think, I don't even know if he's going to go to any team, you know, besides, like, someone in the West, which... At this point, it looks like it potentially could be Boston, which would be a, a huge problem. Yeah, I think the Spurs have shot themselves in the foot with that. Yeah. They'll hold on to him or dish him to the East. There's no way he's going to do a Western Conference. Yeah, so the thing that's difficult with um, Boston is like they have this pick from the Kings. Okay, so the Kings, they suck. They got the number two pick this last year. I don't know really what they did in the draft, if it was anything like yeah, they picked Marvin Bagley, who I think it's is a great fine, pick for him. But like, I don't know. Like, I probably would have picked Doncic over him. But anyway, I don't think they need a point guard though. They just have De- they got De'Aaron Fox last year high in the draft. They have good be pieces. Good. They're just young. They're going to be why. really bad again. Like they're gonna they're gonna be. It's like, gonna be a Phoenix Sun story with this team. A lot yeah. of good young players that never fully come together. But the problem is. Boston's going to get that pick. So if I'm Boston, I already am like stacked. I have like such a good team. If I can dish that off to get Kawhi for one year, which means I'm probably going to make it to the finals, have a really good chance of winning. Kawhi will probably want to resign there, but I guess the cap space issue will become a problem. But nonetheless, this next season, it would probably be a really smart move for him to do that. So, but I just don't know if the Spurs will do that. Can I just make a prediction? 100%, dude. That's what we do best. I think the Cavs, or sorry, I think Kawhi will probably go to the Celtics, and I think the Celtics will package Kyrie and a draft pick for Kawhi. No way. Can I just can I just say that? <laughs> that's that's what my gut's telling me. Kyrie just said he's not going to sign an extension with him. He's probably going to leave for the Knicks anyways. That's already public. He wants to play in New York. He said that when he was a Cleveland Cavalier. That's why what? I think, yeah, because they're both going to just shop players for like one or two years, you know, because Kawhi's not going to want to stay in Boston, just like Kyrie doesn't really want to. Why doesn't Ka- Kyrie want to stay in Boston? I don't know. He said he wants to play in a high high profile market like New York for the Knicks. Boston is like the third highest profile market. What's better than the third? The second, which is the New York Knicks. That's interesting. I don't know. I could maybe <laughs> see that happening. That would they wouldn't do that. That would be so crazy. They already, you know, shafted Isaiah Thomas. They have Rozier on such a cheap contract right now. Why wouldn't okay, they? But Rozier isn't abysmal compared to Kyrie. He played really well. He just had that crap game seven. That was it. Are you serious? He's like not even a top twenty at that position. And they still can resign Marcus Smart at that point. They've got Gordon Hayward back, Al Horford, Jason Five Tatum. Or six they have so many players. Mediocre players does not equal a superstar to me. I don't think it really matters. Oh. 
okay. think they're still going to be great. And they got great players in the draft again. Dude, I t- 100% disagree with that. I'm just saying, <laughs> I think I could see that happening if they know Kyrie's going to walk for the Knicks anyways and not get anything for him. Yeah, I don't think he, they – like, if I'm Kyrie and we win a championship, I'm just suddenly going to leave? I don't think so. He just did that with Cleveland. Yeah, but he hated playing with LeBron. Just like he's going to hate playing for the Celtics. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think he wants to build up Boston his own team. Boston is the best-run organization right now. He's going to leave for probably the worst-run organization? That doesn't make any sense. I think he's the kind of guy that thinks he can make it better, just like he thinks the world is genuinely flat. <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Does fair point. Really? Yeah, he does. It's pretty sad. Um, okay. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just trying to look at all sides here. And is there anything else going on? Anything we should talk about with the NBA? Hopefully we have a ton of juicy news come next Monday because that'll be July 2nd, second day of free agency. If I don't hear from LeBron, I'm personally going to call him. I got his number. (laughs) We have the uh, NBA awards tonight. Oh, that's right. We're all kind of on the same page as winners. I mean, uh, James Harden. Yeah, cool. All right. We will, I guess, dissect that next week. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I never really care about that show. Just Google it after. Love it. (laughs) Or on Instagram. When we come back, we're going to talk about other things. Okay, hey, let's finish off with some other things. Primarily, life hacks. Today we're talking about life hacks. If you don't know what a life hack hack is, it's basically like you have something and it's used for something new. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is like, that? Yeah. I think it's like revolutionizing an item to be used for something that makes something else convenient as well, even though it wasn't made for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, you yeah. find a new purpose for something or not yeah. even new, like just an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Opportunity. Do you have anyone in your life who's just like life hacks all day, every day? Like they live to life hack? <laughs> I can't think of anyone. Okay. Cause my father-in-law, <laughs> he lives to life hack. Like he's always thinking of new things or like trying new things to like life hack with. It's really funny. That's awesome. Yeah. He's just like, he's the king of it. And he's, Totally like ready and willing to share those with you. <laughs> and I'm going to listen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, we just thought like it's summertime. We're trying, we're fishing for ideas here. I'm not going to lie to you. And nothing really new or noteworthy is taking over the Twitter sphere. Is that the right word? <laughs> the <Yeah>. internet? <laughs> <laughs> There's not like a Yoda boy out there this week. So, why not talk about life hacks? Um, okay, so we're all going to go around and share some of our favorite life hacks. Ellen, would you like to start or do you? Yeah, I okay, can start. Cool. Let's get in it. So this one's for um, all of our girl listeners. I don't know how revolutionary this is, but. Hey, lady. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for that. My one thing that I do literally all the time with my hair straightener is that if there's like a wrinkle in my shirt or like my collar isn't flat, I for sure use my hair straightener like an iron. Yeah. While I'm wearing the clothes. Totally. Because I think we've all like put on something and we're like, oh, crud, it's wrinkly. Now you have to like go iron it or you go wrinkled. But you don't have to do that. You can just use it. It's perfect. Dude, I know what you mean. I full on just let the bacon neck happen. I don't I don't iron that out. Bacon neck? 
Yeah, like, you know, bacon's, like, kind of wavy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen a Hanes commercial? <laughs> bacon neck. I've never heard of that. That's an awesome one. My wife does that basically every day of her life. Then she, too, is a genius. Yeah. She's actually done to a couple of my shirts. I'm like, wow, babe, thanks. I'm going to keep you around for a while. Whoa. Um, any other ones or is that, is that your life hack of the cinch? Okay. This is a potential, I really want to figure out how to invent this. Okay. Um, slash like trademark it or get a patent or something. Sure. But I'm going to share it with the people. So I am the type of person who cannot go to sleep if there's a spider in my room. Like I have to kill it. Because otherwise it'll eat your brain. 100%. And or at least knowledge. just in- Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Thanks for understanding that. <laughs> so sometimes you have spiders on your ceiling. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how to reach them, but I can't go to sleep knowing it's there. So this is what you do, people. You get your Swiffer. <laughs> you don't put like a Swiffer pad on it. You put a loop of tape backwards. Oh. On this, So it's like you make a tape loop. And you but you put it on the Swiffer head, yeah, so that you can reach the ceiling. It's a flat surface. If you have popcorn ceiling, don't worry, this still works. And you just shove the Swiffer up to the ceiling, and it doesn't matter if the spider doesn't die, but you don't have to worry about it falling on you. Yeah, like if you hit it with something oh. else, so it's stuck on the tape. So you are completely good. A spider grabber. Yeah, I think I'm going to figure That's out a way to invent it. That's where the tape comes in, because otherwise yeah. it would just fall on top of you. Right. So the tape sticks wow. to the spider, so you don't have to worry about it crawling away or flying or getting in your hair. I didn't know we had a genius in our presence, Jared, because Ella is on fire. Yes. I want to like invent like a Swiffer pad that like connects to your Swiffer, but that's like sticky. For spiders. For spider catching. Oh, my god! So don't steal that. Five listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good, Alan. Hey, we have over 120 every week, so. <laughs> Wrong math. All right, Jared. Life hacks. So, you seem like a life hacker to me. <laughs> I'm actually not. Okay, cool. Um, Glad I noticed that. No, <laughs> the only thing, like, looking into this a little bit that I've done, which I think I might take one of yours. I'm really sorry. No, that's fair. I put coffee in an ice cube thing to, like, melt, to freeze them. Okay. So it's like iced coffee cubes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done that. Was that really like a life hack though? I don't know. And I've done the wooden spoon over like the pot so the water doesn't like boil over. Give me some, you need to f- give us some more information about what you're talking about here. Like what, do what, you do you, what are these things? So you get an ice cube <laughs> tray. Is that for like your water or your iced coffee? <laughs> so I put my, actually I've never put it in my water. I always put it in coffee. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like added coffee, but they're ice cubes. Yeah, coffee, 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 coffee. No, yeah, it doesn't dilute it. I think Still they do that. Let it be cold. No, they don't. Really? Maybe yeah. we should ask them. Okay. But then, uh, yeah, the wooden spoon thing. You know, in like your boiling pasta, or, like rice, quinoa. Love yeah. those quinoa people out there. Um, <laughs> you got to like boil the water to put it in to like cook it, right? And then you put it on simmer or whatever. But while it's boiling, you got to let it boil for like thirty seconds, still a minute, whatever. You put the wooden spoon over it, and it won't like overflow with like the bubbles and the yeah cause stuff then it coming up. Overflows and puts out your flame. Exactly. Um, so the osmosis through the wood Ooh. takes away the condensation and the evaporation particles, okay. and it resubmits the nitrogen and the heat down through <laughs> the. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's what we do, and I don't know why it works, but it does. Dude, that's awesome. That's yeah. a great life hack. 
Thank you, man. Yeah, of course, man. Um, yeah, that's a really good one. I yeah, so I definitely have done the coffee ice cube thing. It's a great, just a fun little thing. Like it makes your ice more exciting and fun. Sometimes you could even put like. Do a you ever suck on just the ice? Well, I was just gonna say you can stick like a toothpick in there, and then it becomes like a little coffee popsicle. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. that's fun. Um, the other thing I 100% do, my wife actually, I'm convinced she invented this. You go to the cupcake store and you take the bottom of the cupcake, remove it, and then place it on top. So you have kind of like a similar to like an Oreo, only a cupcake form with a you know cream center. It's delicious. It's just a much better, more enjoyable way of eating a cupcake. Now, the only problem with it is I, I, you know, you miss out on the frosting roof of your mouth bite, which is always kind of nice, but that's okay. It's made up for. Do you guys ever do that? I have done it, but to be honest, I'm not that much of a frosting girl. I usually just take the frosting out and then eat of the your cup- cupcake. I know. Oh boy. It's not something I'm proud of. That's okay. At least you're honest. My wife will like lick all the frosting off first. And then she'll eat the cupcake. I think it's the weirdest thing. I love the combo. It's a combo for a reason. That's how I feel. Why is it called the cupcake? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a problem with that? <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> come in a cup. Like there's a problem. It's made in a cup. <laughs> is it a cup of cake or? I think it's a cup of cake. Yeah. So there's a one one cup serving of cake in I each mean, cupcake. Pro- like roughly. And they, they're cooked really... in little baby cups, you know? One-fourth cup. It's about that size. So why isn't it called a fourth cupcake? Because that sounds stupid. No one's going to eat that. Why don't? Why would you would shorten that? Cupcake. It's fun to say. Cup of cake. <laughs> cup of cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I'll, I'm going to research that and write a 30-page dissertation on it. Thanks. Would you? I'd really like to buy it by tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here's another one we read. So we, we researched some of these. We read this online. Instead of putting your shirts in on top of each other, like you're folding your shirts in the dresser, you do them vertically. So that way you can see your different shirt options. Almost like a filing cabinet. Similar to a filing cabinet. Instead of like a stack of flapjacks. Yeah. (laughs) And you can only see the top jack flap. Because you know, like, maybe you guys don't do this, but when I get a stack of cakes, Mm -hmm. I don't just dump syrup on the top one. I have to individually lift and like pour a little bit in the middle of of each one. Do you guys do that? Is that weird? No, I'm just the top of the stack guy. Yeah, I'm with you. Whatever toppings go on the pancakes, you have to evenly distribute it. Because who's going to eat like, you can't really eat a bite of like all five or five. Yeah, no, but people do that. I know. It's not my life. I like, I actually do eat. Like I'll cut all the way down to take like corners at a time. But what I hate is. Like, the top one's, like, nice and moist, and it's got all the sauce in it. And then you get to, like, your third bite of your chew, and you're, like, (laughs) (laughs) you, like, start choking on the dryness of the four cakes that are left in your mouth because you just polished down the first one. (laughs) That's a great point. I like to do the top. Let's let's say we got a four stack. I I cut down to the first two, eat those, then I reapply for the last two. That's what I do, too. Just... Just cut through the top few. Yeah. And then you leave the bottom ones pretty much unscathed. Yeah. To have more toppings. And then scathe them later. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So those are life hacks. 
Uh, listeners, guess what? You have an opportunity to respond here. Foodhoopsthings at gmail.com. We want to hear your emails. What are some of the life hacks you know about? What have you been doing with your life? That's foodhoopsthings at gmail.com. So check that out. Um, guys, I think that's our show this week. It's a good one. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, I feel really positive about it. Um, we will be here next week. Tune in. Um, but yeah, enjoy enjoy the week. Please, if you watch the um, NBA Finals and you have feedback, that's foodhoopsthings at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. NBA Finals. Yeah. Gotcha. Pretty sure that happened a month ago. Okay, cool. I'm in an NBA awards. So that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> we had a great episode. Thanks a lot. Jared, should we, should we close it out with a song? Yeah. All right. Ryan started the fire. <laughs> I don't know how else it goes. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>